You're listening to Embarrassing Family, where we share our weirdest, wackiest, and wildest family stories. Hello, everyone. Today, as our guest, we have Donna Shannon, career coach by day and stand-up comic by night. Donna appears in and produces showcases throughout Colorado through Coyote Visions Productions. So, uh, Donna, can you tell us some uh, fun uh, family stories that you have? Yes, I do indeed have some fun family stories. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And most of them revolve around my dad. Okay. So my dad is like 81 years old. Okay. And just this past year, he had to go through a divorce. Was this with your mom or with another wife? So this is with my stepmom, but they were married for 30 years. Oh, wow. That's a really long time. I know. It's like, how bad can it be to make you want to get divorced at 81? I know, 81. That's you don't really have much of a much of a dating life after 81. Oh, you would be surprised he already has a girlfriend. So that's Really? Like the- wow, he's a he's a player. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. I need idea. to get some some tips from this guy. <laughs> it, he might be willing to give them to you, and that is what the embarrassing part is all about. So My dad's like a typical dad, but just to give you a little bit of a picture of him, he's like a PhD in mechanical engineering. Okay. He did a bunch of projects for NASA. He actually retired and he's come back from retirement five times because he gets bored. So he likes to work. He's a very, very smart man. Yeah. Uber conservative, right wing Christian, not like alt-right, not that far, but still definitely a solid Trump supporter. Yeah. That's part of the embarrassment right there. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. My dad worked in renewable energy. And he's a Trump supporter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is how um, like Fox News will rock your brain. So since he retired, he was like watching Fox News constantly. Okay. He he says to me a couple of years ago, he goes, you know, renewable energies is never going to go anywhere. (laughs) And I'm like, what? You worked on this for like... It's your field. It's it's like been a big focus of your career for like well over a decade. And I'm like, what? (laughs) He goes, yeah, it's just not economically feasible. (laughs) So your whole career has been a waste? Yeah, pretty much. That's what he was saying. I'm like... God, these Fox people, they really know how to brainwash you. Yeah, that's why get your news from multiple sources. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Diversify, you know. Yeah, exactly. So there's that thing going on. But this whole thing, like with the divorce, the really mortifying part of all this is about two years ago is when things started to go bad. Okay. And I would get phone calls from my stepmom, and then I would also get phone calls from my dad. So you're like in the middle. Oh, God. But though in the worst way possible. Yeah. Because they were both complaining about their sex life to me. Oh, God. Holy shit. Your 80-year-old dad and your stepmom are complaining about their sex lives. Oh, God. I would, like, rip my ears out if I had to hear about that from my mom. And she's, she's like, not even 80. In graphic detail, oh, too. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um... The stepmom started it off about complaining about how she didn't want to do it anymore. I'm like, well, that's that's fair. You're like 73. Yeah. But then she's like, goes on rants about, you know, I'm sorry, your penis won't work anymore. You have to take Viagra. <laughs> He's 80. What do you expect? And nobody really wants to go down on an 80 year old man for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> two hours. Wow. It's a lot Viagra. of energy. <laughs> it's yeah. Viagra. You know. 
just like, oh, dear Lord. Wow. Yeah. So then my dad would call and complain because, of course, my stepmom doesn't want to put out. <laughs> typical, typical man problems. I know. Yes. She's not doing her wifely duties. At <laughs> <laughs> 76 and 80, I mean, the wifely duties should probably will be capped at like the house cleaning, the laundry, yeah. the cooking. She's still doing all those things for you. Like taking care of you, basically. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So that's what was going on there. So I had to hear about this for like a year. Wow. Yeah. And then finally, they decided they couldn't take it anymore. They got separated. And my dad came up to live with me. That's got to be fun. I know. But the, the conversation, the one that was like the absolute worst was dad was complaining about Stu. And okay, apparently she also talks to her kids who are just a little bit younger than me. So I'm like 52. So they're like in their 40s, right? Late 30s or something like that. Must be in their 40s by now. But apparently she would complain to them, but they would tell her to just go and sit on his face (laughs) because he enjoys oral sex. (laughs) My dad is telling me this, that Sue's kids are giving her the (laughs) advice to sit on his face because he enjoys that. And I'm like, oh, that's like the worst thing I've ever heard. And why does it sound so much dirty when dad says he enjoys oral sex instead of just eating out? Why does it sound so much (laughs) worse? It's like, oh, don't get all scientific with it. I don't need to hear the engineering plans for how you're going to go down on somebody. (laughs) Well, he's a, he's a scientist, I guess. So I guess that's how he thinks. I know. Yeah. I got to test and repeat to make sure the theory is sound. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Got to do like the hypothesis and the uh, yeah. lab test. Yeah, exactly. And let's try different chemicals and things. I don't know. <laughs> Viagra, that's a good chemical. That, let's try yeah, that. There you go. Yeah. Because this, well, his specialty is um, thermodynamics. Okay. Which is the science of heat transfer. So, of course, that carries through, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyways, they get separated. My dad moves in with me and my husband up here in Colorado. She's from New Orleans, so that's where they were staying. So I'm still hearing this drama because she's calling him all the time. Oh, no. And then she like, oh, she missed him. So she drove (laughs) nonstop from New Orleans up to here just to get a booty call in. And I know. And it was like. So awful because like me and my husband are just like trying to live our lives. Right. Yeah. And we're getting basically run out of the house because we know what's going to happen when they're here. Yeah. You don't want to barge it on those, those two. Right. And you know, who knows what time it's going to hit. Cause you know, they go to bed kind of early and yeah. I don't need to hear the noises. <laughs> <laughs> Get some earplugs. Yeah, or worse, we come back in from dinner and, I don't know, going at it on the couch. I don't know. It's just horrifying, right? Hope they clean up after themselves. I would hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is this sticky stuff that's on my, my couch? Exactly. So they have their booty call. And my dad's all happy, of course, because he got <laughs> laid. Yeah. So then he's talking about, I think we're going to make this work. And <laughs> he's going to go back to New Orleans with her. They're going to do a trial, get back together and all the rest of this. 
and here's the other thing. My my stepmom was really bad bipolar. Okay. And she fast cycles. And also two years ago, she decided she doesn't want to take her medication anymore. Oh, no. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of adds new dimensions to this whole thing. Yeah. So she falls asleep on the couch. And that's kind of where she crashes after their coitus, or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. <laughs> Right. They're lovemaking. Oh, yes. The the sweet and tender carnal <laughs> act that they have engaged in. <laughs> so then when she starts to wake up, she's basically kind of comatose. And she's like, take me to the hospital. And she's having a, a bad crash out. And so he drops her off at the hospital and he comes back and he goes, oh, yes, who's crazy? This is not <laughs> going to work. I'm like, yeah, just because someone sucked your dick doesn't mean all your problems are solved. So that's important life advice. <laughs> you know? So anyway, she goes back to New Orleans. Actually, her daughter had to fly in and help drive her back home. Just like so much drama. Like teenage level drama. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like they're like a couple high schoolers. Pretty much. So then, you know, dad's living with us and my husband is done. He's like had it. I don't don't blame him. Yeah. Get this. We actually bought a condo for my dad to live in. Just to get him him away. Yeah. Because we couldn't take him being here anymore. Right. Love you, dad. (laughs) Love you more when you're living over there. Yeah. And especially because even while this stuff is going on with Sue, he's now hitting the dating apps. Oh, no. At first, I think one of the reasons why he was entertaining going back to Sue is, as he confided to us, there's not a lot of very attractive 70-year-olds online. Yeah. I don't know if many 70-year-olds even need to use know how to use online dating apps. Yeah. There, there's even a special dating app for senior citizens. You know, it's like you have our time for people over 50. So this one should be called past our time. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not. It's actually called silver or single seniors is what it is. Okay. So there you go. Any gold diggers out there (laughs) can really clean up on single seniors. There you go. (laughs) Good to know if I. (laughs) Just in case you need that information. I'm looking for a good, good inheritance. Yeah. So uh, he went on a bunch of dates and was really disappointed because a lot of them are looking for men with money to marry. (gasps) What? He doesn't have money because he's a PhD. He's a scientist. Well, he does have money, but it's all tied up in the divorce. And he doesn't want to give it. He doesn't want to give it to another woman. Okay. At first, I thought he was going to have to be, well, you know, I'm Christian, so I got to get married to bone him. But he was apparently over that. Okay. <laughs> He's only Christian as far as, uh, it, it, as long as it doesn't get in the way of sex. Right. Or having gays in the, you know, take leadership roles in the church or be priests, you know, yeah. that's just too far. That's not Christian credo, but I obviously don't share that opinion, but that's okay. That's you're free to Christianity. You do whatever you do. Yeah. So he does have a new steady girlfriend now. Okay. My birthday was in December, so we were doing a family dinner to Benihana. My kids are in their 30s, and my grandson, he's 10, so I wanted to see him. They're like, oh, cool, real treat to see a 10-year-old watch Benihana, right? Yeah. And then my dad asks me if he can bring the new girlfriend to my birthday. I'm like, this is like a family affair. None of us have even really dealt with the fact that you are divorcing Sue, 
after 30 years and you want to bring this strange woman to my birthday dinner to introduce her to my kids and my grandson. Okay, I've like met her once or twice at this point because, you know, my dad has a dog and we babysit the dog while he goes to work. So they've been out on dates. They like do noontime dates, lunches, dinners, stuff like that. So I've seen her around the dog, but don't really know who she is. But it's like, uh, okay, but I'm not paying for her dinner. <laughs> Pay her own damn meal. Yeah, exactly. So she comes and she has dinner with us. And here's the thing. Me and my kids are freaks. In most family cases, you think of the normal dynamics, we would be the embarrassing ones. My daughter, uh, she's a professional piercer by trade. Uh, so, you know, she's got a lot of facial hardware. She's got tons of tattoos, including oh, yeah. she's got the, the neck tattoo. Hey, I've got tons of tattoos, too. So okay. I have no problem with this whatsoever. I I think it's cool. I love the fact that my children are engaged in their passions and do what they love. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So I'm very heavily tattooed myself. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So they got it from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why like normal straight laced people would see us at the black sheet. But no, no, we're like everybody else is weird. <laughs> You know, my husband and I were obviously huge Star Wars nerds. Yep. I see that. Yeah. With your poster. Yep. So we got married on Halloween. Whoa. And we had a Star Wars wedding. And every year people ask us what we're doing for Halloween. And it's the same thing every year. It's scaring children. <laughs> we have the biggest Halloween display in the entire neighborhood. Oh, sweet. There's one place down the way that's bigger than us that does an actual haunted house. So that's our goal is we're working up to having our own haunted house. We just oh, need nice. more, bodies, more bodies to staff it to start okay. better. And then like our big investments is mint in the box toys. We have like $30,000 worth of Star Wars toys. Gotcha. Okay. Like yeah. collectibles. Yeah. I've got vintage theatrical Star Wars posters that are worth thousands of dollars and for most people who don't understand the nerddom that to that level, it could be kind of embarrassing, but that's our normal. So Sandy, dad's girlfriend, is just a normal person. Aye. So she's like the, the Marilyn Munster. Right. More like everybody else who comes to visit the Munster house and then runs around. Oh, screaming. gosh. Yeah, even better. <laughs> yeah. Although I would say we're more Adam's family than the Munsters. That's definitely true. And my, uh, my grandson is... Uh, in a competitive hockey league and him and his dad, we've got season tickets for the avalanche here in town. So every game they like do their hair up in mohawks and they've been used in advertising for the Colorado avalanche. So it's Whoa. all like, you know, deep fandoms into the sports here. So that's kind of like, you know, everything about us is a little bit freaky. Yeah. Anyways, this is what Sandy is being introduced to. At Benihana, and she's like trying to be all nice and normal. <laughs> <laughs> and down on the other end of the table, my husband and my youngest son, who was also there, who's also a little bit of a freak. He's in he he does 4chan, real deep into anime weirdness, and we'll just leave that out there, you know. So that's his deal. Okay. So him and my husband and my son-in-law. And my middle child are all getting totally wasted <laughs> on sake at the other end of the table. 
I've been clean and sober for 20 years. Okay. So you're the, you're the, 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 the designated driver. Yeah. I'm the designated driver. And so then I'm sitting there with Maddox, just we're enjoying the food in the show. Okay. That's your, your grandson. Yeah. Maddox is the 10 year old. So she's just trying to keep pace of what the hell is going on. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like, they are cracking up down at the end of the table but the noise and the restaurant's not carrying over, so they can't quite hear everything that is being said on the other end of the table. And it's a damn good thing they weren't. <laughs> it's just like... Anyways, that was my introduction to Sandy officially okay. for my family, right? And then there's all of those awkward positions that I'm in. It's like, okay, um, is she coming over for Christmas? Do I need to buy her a present? Uh, what's the situation here? And dad's like, no, she has her own family. I'm like, then why the fuck did she crash my birthday party with my family? <laughs> <laughs> this strange woman that I don't know. It's just like, fine, whatever. And then kind of the end of the, so- the saga with Sandy is that you know, he takes her out a lot okay and so they were like coming back one time to pick up the dog and all the rest of this and oh sandy was saying something oh well bob is just spoiling me that's my husband bob yeah he just takes me out to dinner all the time and dad looks at us and he goes i like to eat out and all me and ryan could think in our heads was we know (laughs) (laughs) we can't say that holy shit yeah i'm sure there's lots of reasons why this girlfriend is very happy with you yeah we'll see how that'll last yeah exactly so that's kind of like the saga with my dad Mm -hmm. (laughs) all the embarrassing things that i put up with him so sandy's still with them yes yes they're still dating and my dad's talking about possibly moving in with her guess it's better with her than with you (laughs) Well, yes, exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah, he's got a heart condition that's getting worse. And and he still wants all the sex with this heart condition? I know! You want to fucking die? <laughs> I mean, that'd know. be a good way to go, but still. Hey, I think that's honestly what he's hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> How horrible for Sandy. That's the other thing. Yeah, to have your, your boyfriend go in here in the middle of it. Hey, they always say you want to die doing what you love. Yeah. <laughs> or doing who you love. So that's that's life with my dad. Okay. So what, what was it like growing up with him? You know, that was interesting because it's like my dad put in a lot of hard hours when I was growing up. And my parents got divorced when I was about 13 years old. So, of course, I was like daddy's little girl and... It was hard when they got divorced, especially the the thing that was the worst part is uh, I was visiting my grandparents in Dallas. And while I was there, my dad moved out of my house. So it was like I come back home and I felt so betrayed because dad yeah. moved out. Well, like he didn't I even was... say goodbye. He just left. <laughs> well, it, he, years later, he explained it that he didn't want me to have to go through the drama. Right, seeing the dad, seeing move out. all that all go on. Yeah, which kind of makes sense, but yeah, in his twisted way, but still didn't explain it very well. Yeah, but he hates Christmas now. 
I never under, never got this until about two, three years ago. He kind of explained what the hell was going on. So in 1983, there was a massive blizzard that hit Colorado. There's a few fav- you know, famous blizzards in, in Colorado history, Denver history. The blizzard, of, Christmas blizzard of 83 is one of them. So it dumped like three feet of snow in about a day, you know, 12 hours to a day or whatever. And at the time, my sister, who's older than me, was pregnant. Her boyfriend was at the house. So he got trapped at the house with us. My grandmother, who was my mom's mom, was up to visit from Texas. So she was trapped in the house with us. And then that was the weekend that my mom told my dad that she was having an affair. Oi, while you were all stuck in that house together? Stuck in the house. (laughs) So (laughs) over Christmas. And I remember my mom had been working in downtown Denver. We lived in the suburbs and she got the bus to come home and the bus couldn't make it all the way out to the suburbs. It got stuck in the snow. And so she called dad to come give her a ride and he wouldn't do it. (laughs) Say, screw you. You're having an affair. You find your own way home. Yes. Yeah. But as a kid, you know, 13 year old, I didn't understand this. It's like, yeah. What do you mean? You're not going to go help mom. She has to walk home. (laughs) You're just going to let her freeze. Yeah. Screw that. Screw that. That tramp. Yeah, pretty much. Let her freeze. Yeah, the story. Let her, let her boyfriend pick her up. Yeah, pretty much. Because when um, when he finally came clean with all this stuff that was going on decades later, you know, his whole thing was he was going to do the Christian thing. He was going to forgive her as long as she wanted to, you know, still work it out and just stop seeing this guy who was also married. Oh, yeah. Who was also somebody from our church. That's literally one of the Ten Commandments is thou shalt not commit adultery and you're doing it at church. Yeah. This goes to show you how how uh, some seriously some people take religion. Oh, yeah. And uh, this was also the family that was like our best friends. Oh, my God. So you got that, too. Yeah. So we were like always over at their house on Bronco Sunday. They had four daughters. So those girls would all go play and do like girl things while everybody's watching football and it turns out that's the guy my mom was boinking oh no so dad was gonna forgive her and she said fine i'll stay married to you but i still want to see this guy (laughs) (laughs) so she wants like uh she wants like a polyamorous type of thing yeah before polyamorous was cool that's what my mom was going after (laughs) so could your dad see other women i don't know i don't know but i think that would be a fair deal it would be but that's against Christian values, don't you know? Well, not not if you're a Mormon. <laughs> not if you're a Mormon. This is true. That maybe Dad should convert to Mormonism because then he could yeah. like have a he could have a stable of women. <laughs> <laughs> he could have ten wives, and all at least one of them will sexually satisfy him. Yeah, maybe one 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 today and another the next <laughs> day and stuff like that. So give us hard a real challenge. Yeah. So that's why Dad hates Christmas because. That's a big clusterfuck to have to deal with all at once. Oh, I yeah. Can understand. I can understand why he got a little bit pissed off about that one. I think he definitely has a better reason for hating Christmas than Scrooge. Yeah. <laughs> like the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their, their wives didn't tell him they cheated on him during Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm having an affair. <laughs> I'm fucking your, your, your friend. Yeah. I'm fucking our best friends from church. That's a great Christmas gift. 
Yeah, exactly. That's the gift, the gift that of keeps adultery. On giving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also leads to the gift of alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> All the rest of that. It was an awkward, awkward time. What happened with like the friend? Because if your families were so intermingled, like I'm guessing you probably stopped hanging out there. Yeah. Well, you know, the after that my dad moved out and he started going to another church. Okay. So we just didn't go to Bronco Sundays over at the other family's house anymore. And it's like, well, that makes sense to me as a kid, because, you know, the family split apart. So then my sister was also going through her drama because she got pregnant when she was 15. Okay. And the guy was like 21 or 20. Whoa. Oh, God. He was like a real scumbag. Oh, I can imagine pregnating a 15 year old when you're in your early 20s. Yeah, he continues to be a scumbag. Oh, I I wouldn't doubt that. (laughs) Well, you know, when somebody's life goal is to have 10 children by the time they're 30 and they achieve the goal with multiple different women. Yeah. I can't imagine one woman wanting to have 10 children by the time she's 30. Yeah. Well, my sister had three of them with him, so. Oh, no. She had had more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Definitely cringeworthy. And that's one of those things that, oh, my dad encouraged them to get married. Because because that's what you do. I mean, yeah, I I guess. It's a proper Christian thing. (laughs) I guess. But I mean, if the guy's like a total like derelict, I mean, that's that's the marriage isn't going to work out. But it's doing the right thing. Yeah. (laughs) What would Jesus do? Yeah, what would Jesus do? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's kind of funny that now my dad is super homophobic, but he also watches shows that are like have a strong gay influence. And I I think it all comes down to this, that uh, so when my dad was at this other church when I was in, you know, middle school or whatever, he used to hang out with the single parents group. So it was this when he was married or when he, after he No, this divorced? was after the, they got divorced. So okay, this is that after makes my sense. mom and him got divorced. So he's hanging out with the single Christian parents and they like go out and do activities together. Like they would go dancing at the bar and stuff like this. And then my dad had this one friend that he like was getting really close with, like a guy friend. Oh. And they would like hang out and go do guy things together and all the rest of this. And sometimes he'd come over for dinner. And then all of a sudden I didn't see that guy ever again. And he wouldn't talk about him and he wouldn't mention him ever. And I'm pretty sure what happened was his friend was all like, Hey Bob, aren't women the worst? So like, (laughs) Oh yeah, women are the worst. They're scum. They lie. They cheat. I hate women because he was in the hating women phase from being so badly hurt by my mom. And it's like, aren't guys great? Yeah, guys are great. We all have the same values and we can, we like sports. We like football. Guys are great. Wouldn't it be great, Bob, if guys could kiss? Oh no, 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 no. I couldn't do that. No, no it's against the bible no and i i think honestly dad was starting to be persuaded along these lines oh oh because now whenever there's like a gay scene on he gets like incredibly uncomfortable about it like a gay scene between two men or like two women two men between two men he's grossed out by the two women i think he'd be into that 
I know, right? But if it's like, you know, like just, and I'm not saying I'm sitting there watching porn with my dad. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he watches porn. I don't want to know. I would imagine he does. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who's to say? But some of the shows that like, my dad has recommended that we get into, it's all like, you got to watch Game of Thrones. There's a lot of pretty expressive male gay scenes. and I mean, Game of Thrones is like everything. There's gay people, there's lesbians, there's there's incest. Yeah, but he ain't fast-forwarding through those gay scenes. And he ain't <laughs> turning his eyes away. And then he suggested, he got us into The Magicians okay. when he was staying here. So are you familiar with The Magicians? I've heard of the show, but I've never seen it. It's actually really good. And uh, so it was a sci-fi show it's on netflix and stuff like that it does a great job of representing gay characters okay with compassion with realness they're not fluffy they're genuine people you know like real people right yeah and there's like five main characters so one of them is extremely gay and there's gay sex scenes and there's gay kissing and things like this. And then there's another one of the characters that was probably by curious who gets into a long-term relationship with the full gay character. Like they live an entire lifetime together. There's things that happen like multiple different timelines and stuff like that. Okay. So my dad is recommending this show. He's obviously not freaked out about the gay relationships here. Hmm. It's just those things that make you go. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are you trying to hide? Yeah, it's like, oh, let's watch The Magicians. Oh, I got better call Sandy right now. Maybe that's why he wants all the sex to like show he show he still loves the women. I've had that thought, and my husband's had that thought too. Trying to overcompensate. If he enjoys it and it makes him happy. Yeah. So, anyways, obviously my mom can be a bit of an embarrassment too. Okay. When Ryan met me, and we'd been married for Ryan's your husband. Ryan is my husband, and we've been married for 15 years. Okay. So when he met me, I had my three teenagers living with me, and my mom lived with me. So after we got married, we bought this house together, and obviously uh, the teenagers were still there. My oldest had graduated and moved out by that time, which is his own embarrassing story. We'll talk about James in a minute. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot about James. So my mom continued to live with us for the next 11 years. Wow. She just never wanted to move out or just a mooch? Probably mooch. Probably (laughs) mooch. (laughs) And I was kind of like the philosophy that when I was down in my luck, when I was getting sober, my mom let me stay with her. Yeah. And then, you know, she had lost her job a decade before that and had like shitty small jobs in between the times. So she really couldn't afford the rent here in Denver anymore. But here's the thing you would think there would be like mom benefits, right? So yeah, she could cook or help clean Clean, or any of those. Yeah. Mom doesn't do any of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just sits on her ass. Yep. Pretty much (laughs) plays video games on her computer. Video games. But wow. dumb video, dumb video games like solitaire. Oh, okay, like old people video games. Yeah, video games for old people. She was playing some things on Facebook, but uh, I had to step in and kind of help her manage her finances and things like that in 2017. And that's where I found out she was playing all these Facebook games and doing like micro charges every single day. <laughs> so she was like paying 
10 and $15 to these Facebook games every single day, <laughs> like multiple times a day. Cause she didn't understand it was real money. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she think they want like her credit card? Like, Oh, it's we're fake charging you on your real credit card. Yeah. Enter your Facebook pay stuff in there once. And then it's all like, oh, do you want to make this charge? Right, right. Okay. Yes. Give me coins for the slot machine. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, I understand this is real money. Right. (laughs) Whatever real money means anymore. But also, my mom has always been the worst cook on the planet. Horrifyingly bad food. Like, crockpot food should not be a threat. (laughs) It's it's like. You know, crockpot food is supposed to be, you put the stuff in there, it simmers all day, it fills the house with happiness and savory yeah. smells, right? No, imagine like the worst sauerkraut ever made on the planet. Now put it in a crockpot and take some of these beautiful, delicious Polish sausages and throw them in there to go in this disgusting brine of hell to just be utterly destroyed and have it go in the crock pot all day. So your entire house smells like this crap for three days afterwards. Yeah. That's like what my mom's cooking was about is just awful. It's probably good. She didn't cook then. Yeah. It's like, Oh, do you want to cook? No mom. It's okay. We'll, uh, we'll do the meals. Yeah. But Ryan kind of got sick of it all because we were, doing everything and yeah yeah so in 2017 i bought her a condo oh you bought both your parents a condo wow <laughs> you're such just a great daughter i know aren't Although i you're nice? kind of doing it for selfish reasons they're sound investments i I made money on every single one of these so far well they're investments <laughs> in your sanity yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day what's more important than that well, the one for getting my mom out of here, that was an investment in my marriage. Ryan, <laughs> yeah, it's that too. That too. Ryan, Ryan literally told me, it's like, okay, she gets out or I'm moving out. So I'm like, yeah, okay, bye mom. It's been nice. Move back in with that with that man you were having an affair with. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I, I do have one last embarrassing family member that I'll share with you before, you know, I'll talk your ear off. So this is my oldest son, James. Okay. So James in high school, to give you a picture of who he was all about, was a huge D&D nerd. Okay. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, stuff like that. A little bit on the cooler edge, but who am I to say what's cool, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to be Luke Skywalker as a kid, so I'm saying D&D is cool. (laughs) Just to give you an idea. But he also got involved in this group here in Colorado called the Colorado Rogues. Okay. So what they do, it's like a cosplay group that's pirate themed. So the big thing they're known for is in um, every summer we have a massive Renaissance fair. Yeah. And it lasts for like six or seven weekends. Okay. So... Every weekend of the Renaissance Fair, the pirates are down there doing piratey things. Doesn't really fit with a Renaissance setting. I don't know. They, that's, that's what they do. You know, <laughs> that, hey, I may be a nerd, but I'm not a cosplay pirate nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he's invested hundreds and thousands of dollars into his cosplay stuff. I mean, he does other things too, Joker, etc. But 
this whole thing with the Colorado Rogues, when they're not seen at the Renaissance Fair, they still get together for drunken parties on the weekends. And here's the thing. This is including adults. Yeah. They're organized into different crews and ships. So you have your own virtual ship. I know this sounds so stupid. Here in Colorado, they have pirate ships. (laughs) And it's just a way to organize your crew, right? And all that means, it's like, okay, whose house are we going to crash today and have the drunkenness? (laughs) And then the younger kids, like the teenagers and the ones who are still in high school, I can't remember what they called them. They called them like ship rats or something like that. But they were the step and fetch it. So you were like a junior on the ship crew and you kind of had to go do errands. And You're like the pledge, basically. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But here's the thing about these drunken parties. What was really going on is drunken orgies. (laughs) Yes, your face. This sexual depravity really runs in your family. I know. I know. There must be like a really high chromosome and sex orientation that's just like overloaded in us, I guess. And um, when he graduated high school, he decided to go move in with his new girlfriend. He was 18. She was 36. What? She's <laughs> twice as old as him? Yes. Gets better. And she was a former dominatrix. I guess we see why he wanted her. Uh, yes. Yes. This kinky sex thing in yours and your family. My- <laughs> I won't tell you my stories because we're talking about embarrassing family members for not talking about me. You can talk but- about you. You're part of your family. (laughs) I am part of my family. But here's the thing that was the most hilarious part with James is he's like telling us he's going to move in with this girl, woman. And I'm all (laughs) like, this is a really bad idea, James. And he goes, well, I need to get out there and I need to learn what life is all about. And I'm not going to learn about life living in my mom's basement. It's like. So you're going to go move in with your dominatrix girlfriend <laughs> who's uh, here's the thing that was funny. Since he didn't have a job, they wouldn't give him a key to the apartment. So he had to like literally wait for them to come home so he could go outside to smoke. I'm like, you got to wait for your girlfriend to get home so you can go walkies. Dude, you're a pet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not an adult. You are a pet. This kind of ties into the dominatrix thing when they when they take him on the leashes and they're walking him. We gave him dog toys and chew bones <laughs> for Christmas that year. He thought they were wonderful, man. He started <laughs> chewing on the dog toys at my house at Christmas. It's like, do you not see that we are trolling you, man? <laughs> and then uh he eventually left her. Oh, that didn't work out. Yeah, what a shock. Yeah. I, I think one of the clues was they came over for Thanksgiving. So they also had their roommate there. And their roommate was about five foot four and looked close to 300 pounds. And he's all freaking out that he needs to leave on time because he has to fly a mission. We're like, what kind of mission are you flying? And he's all like, yes, I had to wait to get my drone time in so he's like talking like this was like going to be an air force mission or something yeah turns out the whole thing was like just an online game (laughs) (laughs) it was simulated 
fighter pilots, but it was all coordinated. <laughs> so they were all at the same time. And this was like 10 years ago. So it's not like Twitch was a thing going on. You know, the online communities weren't quite as big. Uh, he was talking about how he couldn't do LARPing anymore because his karate was so strong that <laughs> people were scared of him because he would kick them for real. And they and he like almost broke a leg once and were like, oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you did that. Yeah. <laughs> And then we sit down for dinner and the dominatrix girlfriend starts talking about how she's so worried about her sister, who's 17 years old, who's being hit on by a guy in his 30s. And she's so worried. What a creep. I know. (laughs) I know. And she's like, she just doesn't know what to do to talk to her to make sure she doesn't make this huge mistake of moving in with this 30 year old guy and I'm all like, Oh, kind of like picking up on an 18 year old high school student. (laughs) Sound familiar. (laughs) Yeah. All the rest of the family members are just like sitting there at the table and they've got their food. (laughs) They don't want to look up, but they don't want to miss anything that's being said. (laughs) That's James's life. (laughs) Does he still do the pirate thing? He doesn't do the pirate thing anymore. I think every now and then he still hangs out with some of the, the his age-appropriate comrades from the pirate days. Okay. Yeah, but he did get heavy into the other side of the cosplay, like the convention side of cosplays. Yeah. So his first wife, they did that. And in case you didn't know, there's all kinds of orgies that happens at these sci-fi conventions too. Yeah. Yeah, horny nerds. <laughs> They're all a bunch of freaks. In cosplay. So yes, that's kind of what that happens. Apparently she got too wild for him. So she did too many drugs is what it was all about. And she was kind of a skank. So <laughs> that's fine. We're, we're okay that she's gone. <laughs> yeah, it seems to have a very uh, good taste when it comes to women. Yeah, yeah. But he's engaged again now. Okay. To a relatively sane human. Relatively. (laughs) She fits in with us. She's got lots of tattoos. She's into zombies and stuff like that. And James is actually working a real job. And Okay. Going to college for music business management. So Nice. Yeah. He's he's doing good. He's doing good. He's figuring it out. Okay. Nice. So I guess before we go, um, I was wondering if you could tell me about your podcast. Uh, It's called Coyote Tales. Right. So the uh, whole name of the thing is Donna Shannon's Coyote Tales. Okay. And if you like these kind of stories, this is exactly what the stuff I talk about in my show. Oh, I'm sure you have plenty of material. Yeah. You can already see just a little touch. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Just a little tiny bit. (laughs) So we are on all major platforms. So no matter where you're listening to us, you can find us. I try to post at least once a month, sometimes more if I'm feeling motivated and sometimes less if I get busy. Okay. But there's plenty of uh, historical episodes up there too, because I've been doing that since uh, January 2021. Thank you so much for being a guest. Um, It was really hilarious hearing all these different stories about your family um i wish them all well i hope your uh your dad finds um satisfaction with this uh with this new girlfriend <laughs> and i hope your uh your son is satisfied with his new uh new wife I, right. I just hope there's satisfaction all around i hope everybody's satisfied yep yep except for me i can't get no satisfaction <laughs> 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 all right well thank you very much for having me i appreciate it 
Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Would you like to be a guest? Please send a story about your embarrassing family member to embarrassingfamily at gmail.com.